Hello and welcome to the Gold Digger Proof Podcast, where we celebrate women building their own millions. On today's show, we have a very talented Emmy Award-winning makeup artist, a woman who's been in the industry for more than 10 years. She's beat the faces of Chandra Rhimes, Bevy Smith, and even some of your favorite TV stars. Ladies, I'm talking about Miss Julia Jovan. Julia, thank you so much for joining the Gold Digger Crew podcast. Oh, Tina, thank you so much for having me. You know I'm crazy about you, so I'm so happy to be here with you. Oh, you're so sweet. Thanks, girl. <laughs> it's been a while <laughs> since we spoke. I'm so happy that you, you know, agreed to come on the new podcast. I know the schedule of mine. I'm just grateful that you've been so patient with me. <laughs> oh, it's no problem. So I'm glad honey. to be here. Listen, it's it's a pleasure, you know, to be friends with you, and it's a blessing to be friends with someone who's internationally known and locally accepted, <laughs> honey. <laughs> all by the grace of God. All by the oh, grace oh, of God. I hear that. I hear that, girl. <laughs> so, listen, um, now, recently you started a new women's empowerment brand. It's called Lips and Protocol, which includes which includes featuring other women and events. Can you speak more about that? Because I know you just had a really great event in Los Angeles with Louis Vuitton. Can you talk more about that? Absolutely. Well, Lips and Protocol is actually my lifestyle um, brand. Um, Even though I'm a makeup artist, I've actually ventured over to designing clothing and designing hats, millinery. So I really, really love um, being more creative especially being here in L.A., my, my creative side has actually boosted even more. So Lips and Protocol is actually my online, online style of living boutique. Then I went and ventured off and created What's Your Protocol, which is my women's empowerment movement. Mm. That is something I am actually, I've always wanted to do it, but I wanted to do it kind of, a different way because I wanted it to showcase women mainly discussing and sharing their faith and success. Mm-hmm. So that's what what's your protocol is. It's like what gets you going, what gets you um, moving throughout your day, throughout your career, throughout your self-care, you know, tips or whatnot. So that's what what's your protocol. So it's what's your protocol, which is the um, movement that I started. And it celebrates all women of different ethnicities. Wonderful. I've noticed that some of the women you uh, featured on your website, Lips and Protocol, and basically they give out, you know, their tips, like what's their protocol, or if it's their beauty regimen, or how mm-hmm. they get their day started, and how they, you know, how they just make things happen, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, their self-care tips, um, their um, opinions about women and sexuality, you know, mm-hmm. they, they give different types of tips, different types of advice. And they're all a very um, inspiring women, very yes. inspiring women. Yes, they, yeah, they really had, are. We had our um, big launching here in Los Angeles uh, last month where I got about 20 women, and it was all invite only. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. And I invited 20 women, and we had a beautiful lunch on the rooftop at Louis Vuitton. So it was um, very very inspiring, very welcoming, and a total learning experience for everyone because 
the vibe, the um, ambiance, everything just all, it was just a blessing to get all of these women together. And I had so many women that flew in from New York to actually be at that event. Oh, um, wow. How fabulous. How amazing. Wow. It was, it was wonderful. And it was, um, we started off with my, one of my favorite ministers, which is uh, Michelle Bill, Pastor Michelle Bill. She mm-hmm. opened it up with a beautiful prayer. And we just really sat down and got to know each other. And everyone went around the table and answered, told us, well, actually shared with us what their protocol was. So it was like, what's your protocol based off of faith and success? How did they get to where they are right now in their lives? So it was beautiful. Amazing. I love how when women can get together and, you know, just empower one another with each other's stories Mm -hmm. and, you know, just through each other's testimonies and evolve, you know, because when you give your testimony and you share how you got over, how you um, was able to be successful at something, it gives another woman permission to do do the same, and I love it. I love it. It really does. And all of the women, they all learned that we're all, we all have some type of similarities in some ways form of fashion, we all shared something, and that was we all struggled. We all, um, we had our high times, we had our low times. Every woman is unique in their own individual way, but yet we all mm-hmm. shared something that we all went through, and that was, you know, trying to get to where we were, and that was, a, you know, some of us struggled to get there. So it was very inspiring and just very beautiful to just see how everyone was so willing to open up and to share those vulnerable parts of themselves with other women. And it just made everyone else extra comfortable. Amazing, amazing. So, ladies, if you want to know more about her Lipstick Protocol, go to lipsandprotocol.com, right? Yep, lipsandprotocol.com. Yes, it's a very inspiring women's empowerment website. And now, Julia, you are now a, um, a, what do you, how do you say it, a Reiki practitioner? which focuses on reducing stress and promoting healing. And how did you discover this Japanese practice, and how have you benefited from it? Well, I actually um, had taken Reiki, I want to say back in like 2002, 2003. I'm originally Mm -hmm. from Chicago, and right before uh, taking that leap of faith and jumping to move to New York back in 2004, Excuse me. I had went and taken a um, Reiki, had a Reiki session with um, someone in Chicago, mm-hmm. and it was just an overwhelming experience, and not in a bad way, but in such a lifting. It was just like dead weight just being lifted, and I wanted to go to New York, and I just wanted to be focused and my mind right, and just being willing to go after my dreams even more and to leave everything in Chicago kind of like behind to start anew in New York. So that's when I first started with Reiki. And with moving to um, L.A. in 2015, I rediscovered Reiki again at a moment of my life. And um, I had went for a session. And then I just got so... um, used to just going and just feeling so good, I said, you know what, I got to share this feeling with other, other women and other individuals who mm-hmm. may need to feel this because it's just an, 
it's just an amazing experience. And me being into yoga and meditating every day, adding Reiki was just a bonus to what I was already mm-hmm. doing. So okay, I benefited wow. from it a lot, from it just, you know, stress-free, just, you know, going after my goals and setting intentions and being able to share that humbling experience with other people and to let them know that there is a universal energy out there and it's for the taking, you know, so just if you want it, just go get it. And Reiki was my universal energy that I was able to receive and to actually give to others. Okay, well, wonderful. So Reiki was to help you make that jump, like that Steve Harvey jump to go and move to New York, right? Yeah, Reiki actually helped me personally during that time back in the early, early 2000s. Yeah, mm-hmm. Reiki is actually one. And it's, it's like a, it's a universal, like I said, it's universal energy and it's the healing of the hands. We all have it within us. And it's something that is just as amazing as having a massage. But it just really, really cleanses and clears your, your chakras. And it just mm-hmm. balances you out. So when, when you hear people say, oh, find your center, go have Reiki and find your center. <laughs> Trust me, you'll feel amazing. <laughs> okay, wonderful. So good. Now, speaking of that leap of faith to New York, now mm-hmm. I know you've been in the, in, in the uh, entertainment industry for like, you know, as far as being a professional makeup artist for over 10 years now, which yeah. is absolutely amazing and which is so such a compliment you know, such an accomplishment. Praise um, God. Yes, praise God, right? What would you be your advice to someone who's trying to break into the entertainment industry as far as a makeup artist, whether it's on TV or film or, you know, commercials? You know, what would be your advice to them? My advice would first of all be to humble yourself and to prepare for patience. And mm. when not prepare for patients, but to have patients. Because mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a lot of young women that, you know, come to me and want to train and, you know, want to, um, you know, want to try to break off into the industry. And I always say to them, you know, it's a great industry, but you must be humble and you must have patience because everything is not glitz and glamour all the time. There's mm-hmm. a lot of waiting on set, there's a lot of, what's the word everyone uses? It's a lot of hurry up and wait. Right, right. So there's a lot of people that, you know, think, okay, I'm going to go do makeup and I'm going to go get paid all this money. But sometimes you're going, especially on the set, you're going and you're going to be there for like 12 to 15, maybe 16 hours in one day. And Mm -hmm. probably three to four hours out of that time, you're not really doing anything because you're waiting. And mm-hmm. there are some people that are built for that with patience, and there are some people mm-hmm. that are just like, oh, you know, why am I sitting around? I'm not doing anything. I could be doing something else. And I always say you have to be humble. You have to be patient. And most of all, you should be grateful because you don't even have to be there. Exactly. You know, and have, someone and else have thick have skin. And have thick skin, wouldn't you have say? Have thick skin. I always say as well, um, to have the ability to negotiate with various personalities because being in the entertainment world, you have a ton of different personalities, some that you're able to um, 
relate to, some that you're mm-hmm. not, some that you you may think, well, why are they talking to me that way? You have to be able to negotiate mentally with other people so that you're able to say, okay, I'm not going to take that personal. I'm going to go over here. I'm going to do my job and do this or do that. And, so, yeah, and, and Julia, what are you... Wouldn't you also say spiritually too? Because I know in the in that industry, you're dealing with yeah. so many different personalities, but you're dealing with a lot of spirits. And we come from a spiritual yeah. level because you know you and I we go to the same church, we have the same faith. Exactly. So dealing with different spirits because there's so many people that just that are involved in so many different things, and you, you know don't they have know issues, about. and yeah. you know they try to you know project it on you and try to get you to react. But you have to, you know, remain humble, be patient, mm-hmm. smile, exactly. and remain professional, right? That's that's where I get the negotiating with various personalities from. You have to mm-hmm. be able to be able to work with different type of people because mm-hmm. you never know what energy is coming your way. You never know what someone has been through and they may want to take it out on you. The thing is, the rule is not to take it personal. The rule mm-hmm. is to do your job to state how you feel if you want. Well, I know I do. I state how I feel so the person knows, like, okay, I'm here to do this. I'm here to help you. Whatever you need from me, I'm here to help you. This is my whole thing. This is me, I'm here to help you. So when you say that, some people kind of, like, bring it down to notches and, you know, mm-hmm. get back, find their center and get back to what they're supposed to be doing. But you just never know what type of people you're going to be running into, never know who's going through what and is going to sit down in your chair. You just got to be able to handle all of that. So, yeah, being humble, being grateful, and being grounded spiritually and mentally takes a whole effect into all of that. Wow. And I would have to say that that probably has a lot to do with you being, you know, winning an Emmy Award because, you know, you have to deal with so many different people. Now, you're an Emmy Award winning makeup artist. And that's been you've been nominated a total of three times. Is that correct? Yeah, I've been nominated three times, and I won one time, won one award. Wow! Yay! Congratulations! Thank <laughs> you. I'm super, very grateful. Super that was a dream exciting. come true. Such a dream oh, come true. Wow! Wow! So, whenever you did your speech, did you do the Miss America speech? Did you cup your hand and wave it like Miss America? Tell us about the moment. Well, yeah, I got a I got a really good um, moment to share. How about there was no moment because <laughs> when I first got nominated and the first time I won, I wasn't able to be there in Los Angeles because I was living in New York at the time, and it was like the same weekend that I was moving from uh, one brownstone to another in New York. So I wasn't able to be there. But the following year when I got nominated again, I was able to come to um, to, to L.A. where the um, event was being held, but I didn't win that year. So I wasn't able to do my Miss America speech, but I did get in front of my boys and held hold my award, and they listened while I gave my little speech. <laughs> oh, wow. Yay. I know they were like, yay, Mommy, because I know you have three amazing sons, three Thank amazing you. sons, and you still look like you're 16, girl. So, <laughs> prayer, prayer and persistence, prayer, persistence, and juicing. <laughs> yes, girl, I know, I know, right? That juicing is amazing, right? So, girl, yeah. how are you able to balance, like, being a mother of three boys? Because I know you're bi-coastal now. You're in L.A., 
But you're also back in New York, here in New York, a lot, right? How are you yeah. able to balance that? I, I know I keep repeating it during this interview, but everything is just by the grace of God and knowing what I want to do. Once I know what I want to do and I'm so focused on doing what I have to do and what I want to do, then I'm just dependent on the Lord and the universe to just bring it all into function for me because it's not easy. I'm a single parent of three boys. Um, one is 20 who is actually in college, and then my twin boys that are 10 years old. So it's 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 not a very easy um, task to ha- to handle as a single parent, mm-hmm. but we do we do make it work, and um, I try to keep them just as happy as possible. And I'm just very grateful because I really have some true understanding little guys. They're very understanding. Yeah. They're very very motivating. They motivate me to get out there to do what I have to do and to show them that anything is possible if you really want it. So I try to really set that straight for them and so that they can see that and know that, you know, when they become of age and there's things that they want to do, as long as you put your mind to it that, you know, anything is possible. You can make it happen. Yes, it is. Anything is possible as long as you put your mind to it. And, Julia, um, now you, you're a makeup expert. I see you just, I see you on the gram, girl, just beating your own face, and you are always <laughs> flawless, okay? You were flawless before Beyonce came out with her song, okay? Oh, wow. So, <laughs> That's so, a huge compliment, Tina. I'll take it. <laughs> Thank girl, you. your makeup is just flawless, and I absolutely love it. You're so beautiful on the inside and out. Thank, thank my, you very my, much. You're welcome. But my question is, you know, you've been a makeup expert for so long. What are your top three no-nos when it comes to applying makeup? Because, girl, you see some, some women out here that's just, it's just, it's not looking right. It, well, is that I want to say. Or is that, it's like oh some women, is that gosh. highlight or is that snow on your face, baby? Like, what's ooh, going on? Oh, 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 Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, my top three, let me see, my top three no-nos is one thing is, please, ladies, please, whatever you do, do not go to bed with your makeup on. Please. Oh, my God. You are clogging your pores. It doesn't make sense. It's not clean. It's not sanitary. Please. And if you are doing the temporary lashes, the ones where, you know, you could literally pull off and not the extension ones, take them off. You don't have to fall asleep with them on. I mm-hmm. want people, because I've had people where I've done their makeup and they're like, oh, my God, they love it so much that they fall asleep with it and they want to wake up and wear the same look for the next day. But it's so not healthy. And I know a lot of girls that are doing it and they're waking up and they got their makeup all over their pillow. It's, it's not sanitary at all. So the number one no-no in my book, is to please wash your face before you go to bed. Cleanse your skin. Uh, yes. It's icky. <laughs> it's, 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 it's not sanitary. It's just totally mm-hmm. not sanitary. It's not good for you. And you want to be flawless. Trust me, having good, clean skin and eating healthy and taking care of yourself on the inside and out, now that's flawless. Mm-hmm. That's flawless to me. That's a flawless woman that's doing her thing inside and out. So that's my number one no-no. As far okay. as the um, the other is um, 
wearing natural looking lashes, mm-hmm. not the ones that are very, very thick. You know, the key to makeup is that you want to enhance what you already have. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to overdo it. You want to, if you're going to do lashes, you want to do it to where it looks natural, but a little, a little boost, but not too much. So that's right. another no-no, is to try to make it look natural as possible, but not overly done. And as far as the highlight, like, I, I totally recommend to blend it in, but not make it look so striking, like that one strike, you know. And I see a lot of women that just, you know, because they want to get that effect for the gram, it's just like, bam, highlight is on, you know, blast. But you want to blend it in to where it just looks really, really natural and glowy, not so much as, oh, look, I got a highlight on, you know. So exactly. those are my, three, my top three no-nos. I totally the number agree one is cleanse your skin. Please cleanse your skin, please. Oh, my goodness. Yes. And what would you say? What would you say your top three must-haves whenever you're applying makeup? Like you just have to have these three things while you're applying. Well, the key to great makeup is a great skin care. So, you know, to, the number one is to always have a good either serum, serum or a moisturizer. You mm-hmm. always want to go with that. So that's your underneath as far as um, the makeup, makeup per se. Number two, I would say a really good foundation concealer, foundation slash concealer, because you just want to cover up the little spots that you have, you know, and mm-hmm. um, number three, I would say a really good um, mascara. Oh. I love mascara. Oh. And I think that even if you don't have, like, a lot of makeup on or you're, you're only doing, like, a little bit here and there, it's just never leave the house without mascara on. Oh, my goodness. I love mascara. Listen, I love mascara. I totally agree with all three of those. Uh, you have to moisturize because otherwise it'll look like sand on your face whenever you put your makeup on. Right? You don't want to do that. Oh, oh my goodness. The <laughs> mascara, let me tell you, I love mascara. In the summertime, I can wear mascara, lip gloss, maybe a little bronzer, and keep it moving, and I'm good. Exactly. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Especially when love. They, we were just talking earlier about how it's so humid in New York. You want to do a waterproof mascara probably, you know, so it doesn't, like, drip down. But, yeah, I right. love a really good mascara. And I do, I know we only said three, but I do love a good red matte lip. So it's, oh, like, yeah. a good matte lip and a great mascara, good skin, and just a beautiful smile. I mean, take you far, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of taking you far, how did you, I mean, I know you're a makeup artist, but, like, you're entertainment. Like, so you're on a different level. You don't just be just, you're not at the, the counter, the makeup counter in the mall. You know, mm-hmm. you're actually uh, sought-after celebrity entertainment Hollywood makeup artist. So yeah. what, was that, what was that breakthrough? What was that one client or that one um, celebrity or, or TV appearance or whatever that just got you in the door of entertainment? Well, I want to say my my first love would always be in the soap world. That's where I started, and that's where I originated from, was working in um, daytime soaps. And mm-hmm. that's also the same place where I won Miami for One Life to Live. 
and Yay. that has always been like my home. You know, I um, we when we went when we worked together. I'm sorry, when we worked together, it was like family. Um, I literally just grew up on that show from being a little girl watching the soaps with my grandmother to having my first dream job, which was to become a makeup artist. And that was, like, my first thing. That was the first set that I ever was on was One Life to Live. So, yeah, that was, that wow. was my breakthrough. So your first um, set was One Life to Live, and mm-hmm. that's where you got your Emmy. That's where I got my Emmy, yep. I'm, I wow. went to New York. I'm telling you, I went to New York with the plans of, you know what, Mom? I was 27 years old. My son was 7 years old, my oldest at the time. It was just us two. I left everything in Chicago and was like, you know what, I am going, I'm moving to New York, I'm going to drop everything, and I'm just going to do it. I went to New York, I said I was going to win me an Oscar, I was going to work as a makeup artist, this is what I'm going to do. I was so focused on my dreams becoming reality to where every day when I would drop my son off at school, I left my house every day with a beat face. Like, my face was made up because... I was ready. I didn't know who I was going to meet. I didn't know who I was going to bump into, but I wanted to be ready. And talk so. more about that, Julia. Talk more about that because you said that you were so focused. And see, a lot of people, you know, we're talking to women now. A lot of women don't realize how focused you have to be. You said that your face was beat. You said once you dropped your son off at school, no matter how you felt, no matter if you was cramping, you know, you had mm. a migraine, your feet hurt, you had been yes. up last night with your son, your face was beat because you did not know who you were going to run into. How important yes. was that? And you that ran was, into that the right that. person? I ran into the right person. I, I'm, I'm telling people who used to ask me, like I, living in Chicago, I was working as an executive administrative assistant for this very popular hotel. Like I was in corporate America and didn't like it because mm-hmm. I knew that wasn't where my passion lied. I loved makeup. I've been loving makeup since I was a little girl. So I went to New York for a trip, me and my mom. Um, this was like back in 2000. I was going to start uh, my makeup line then. And my mom and I took a trip, and I was like, you know what? I really love the vibe of New York. And I kept saying, this is where I'm going to move. This is where I'm going to move. And she was like, ah, okay, baby, you know, you know, clapping. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. She never thought mm-hmm. I was in Chicago. A few years later, I made up in my mind, turned 27, my son turned 7. I was three years shy from 30. I was like, I got to do this now. I have to leave. I have to do this for me right now. Moved to New York. I think I moved, yeah, I moved to Flatbush, Brooklyn. Shout out to Flatbush. Shout out Brooklyn, <laughs> BK. Brooklyn, BK, BK. <laughs> yeah, I moved there and um, really didn't know anything about the area, but I know that, hey, I got a roof over my head. I got my son into one of the top ten schools in Manhattan, so our commute and my dedication for his schooling, for me finding a job, was this was an everyday thing. And that commute from Flatbush to 93rd and Amsterdam to take my son to school every day was like a good hour and a half. Oh, wow. I was determined. I did that every day. I woke up at 5.36 o'clock in the morning with a beat face dropping him off to school no matter mm. how I felt. Because I didn't know who I was going to meet. And all I know is 
I want to do makeup, and I want to do makeup for television. I want to do makeup for film. And being in New York, you just never know who you're bumping into. You never know who you're sitting next to on the train. So that's why mm-hmm. I say you have to humble yourself, and you have to believe in yourself, and you have to put God first and have that faith, that little faith of a mustard seed mm-hmm. that will take you so far mm-hmm. because it really will. When you have that faith in yourself mm-hmm. and faith in God and know what you want to do, it will take you so far. So that's all I had. I had that faith, and I, I, just, I just flew. I went, I went for it, and um, thank God everything started coming true. So when I got um, hired to work on the set of One Life to Live, a year, no, two years later, I won my Emmy. You won your Emmy two years later. Just two years later. two years later. Some, some people are um, in the industry for decades before they win an Emmy. Exactly. And whether they're an actor or makeup artist, costume designer, mm-hmm. sometimes it's decades before they win their first award, if at all, if at all. Exactly, exactly. And so, so that, was a, that, that was a blessing. Yeah, it was a blessing. And see, this is what, um, you know, I always tell people, you know, people, you hear people in church talking about, oh, well, favor ain't fair. Favor ain't fair. Well, favor is fair for a child of God. There favor is there for a child of God, you know, because I know some people was probably looking at you, well, how she skipped the line? Well, baby, that's that favor. That's that favor yeah. from God. I knew. So, I knew. I, I, like I always tell people, I knew what I wanted because I saw it. If you can envision and if you can mm. see what it is that you want. I mean, when I, I don't mean like, oh, yeah, I think, or, oh, yeah, I want to do this. I mean, like, sit quiet. Get quiet with yourself. And really, really sit and listen to the Lord because we can, like I say, it's nothing wrong with praying. I'm a praying. I pray hard. But I also mm-hmm. listen hard. You mm-hmm. know, so it's like you're praying and you're asking God for these things and you're giving thanks. But God wants you to get quiet so that he can speak to you. And I'm a strong exactly. believer in that. And I get oh, quiet and I sit and I allow him to lead me to where I need to be because there are some moments where you're up and there's some moments where you're down. But that in-between where your faith mm-hmm. lies, as long as you're focused and you know and you can see clearly where you want to be, I mean, you, you, all you got to do is ask. Just ask all you have, All you have to do is ask. ask. All you have to write, do is write ask. Write it down. Write it down. See it clear. Mm-hmm. See it clear. And then you're going to start attracting all of that to you. You're going to start living as if you're already in that reality that you see. Yeah, once, once you get clear, mm-hmm. it'll start, you'll start attracting opportunities and people that will lead you on that, that yeah. path into that vision for you to manifest it. Yeah, but yeah, some, I've been noticing so many people are just getting people, some people, not everyone, some young ladies that come to me, they want everything just given to them. And I'm like, no, it's not that easy. Oh, can you give me a job on set? Oh, can you? No. What else? Are, what are you doing on your own right now? Before I give exactly. you this, what are you doing on your own? How bad do you want it? Are you setting up little things for yourself? Are you putting yourself out there? Or you just want someone to just give you something so that you can just say, I was on set. You know? Exactly. No. You have to want this. This, is how, this has right. to because this is a life. This is your life. Right. Mm-hmm. And you have to take it serious, and you have to be humble because it won't be here. It won't last forever. 
you know? Exactly, exactly. And the thing is with opportunity, opportunity is never missed. It just goes to the next person. Yeah. It just goes to the and, next and person. And sets will close down in a second. I've been on sets mm-hmm. where, you know, everything was going great, and then next thing you know, due to funding or something, we have to shut down. And it's like, oh, my gosh, like, dang, I had so much fun working on that set, and now this is over. It, it could be over just like that. Making mm-hmm. a movie, you work with so many amazing people and you create this family type of atmosphere. And then when the movie is over, that's it. you got to find the next job. So you have to be humble because you don't know where your next gig is going to come from. So be careful, young ladies, what you're putting out there, how you're allowing people to perceive you and to see you because that's going to get you to the next job. That listen. That's so true. That's so true, Julia. And, and and you know what? I know I'm interviewing you for my podcast, but I really feel like this is just a regular talk we're having, girl. And I love. It. I know, right? <laughs> this is how we talk anyway. So it's like <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I'm gonna tell you a little story. Like uh, I had a friend of mine. She was an actress, and you know she worked on the soaps a lot, or you know, mm-hmm. um, as like a featured extra or, or featured guest or something. And mm-hmm. she said that you have to be nice to everybody, to, to the janitor, to the secretary. She said the security guard is somebody you really want to get to know because they know, they, they know the schedule. They know when this is going to happen. They know when this is, that's going yes, to happen. They and, they can tell, mm-hmm. and they can tell you. They can tell you so you can be prepared. Yeah. You know, if you look at them like, oh, well, you're just a security guard, you know, I'm, an, I'm a, this actress making all this money, then, you mm-hmm. know, that's not going to get you too far. That's not so you're get you absolutely anywhere. right. Yes, girl, yes. You have I love to live it. in the now. Tell mm-hmm. these people, everybody, live in the now. Live in the moment. Don't live for tomorrow. Don't live for yesterday. Live in the now. So whatever it is that you're trying to get for the future, Start doing it in this moment right now because this moment right now is all we have because tomorrow's not promised. Exactly. But, hey, it'll get you one step closer to the next day or the next thing so you enjoy the moment. Yes. Girl, you've accomplished so much. What is next for Julia Javon? Now, I tell you what I heard. I heard that, you know, you're adding author to your resume. Which yeah, tell us, are you adding author to your resume now, girl? Tell us about yes, this Yes, I am. I have been writing a book for the last few years, and I've um, been tweaking it a lot. <laughs> but um, I've been writing a book, and I'm so excited about it because this book means the world to me, and it's actually going to be coming from my heart. And I'm praying to God that um, when this book is actually released next year, that it inspires a lot of women, a lot of men, a lot of people that they, um, they're definitely going to see another side of me and you're going to get to know my, um, my story. Yep. Okay, good. Good. So it's going to be it's a very, very inspiring um, book about an incredible journey. So, okay, so we'll get to know to more about, you know, deeper in, about more about Julia and how, yeah. you know, a couple of the pitfalls that you have to go through. Absolutely. In order Don't we to all have them? Oh, yes, girl. Don't even start. Don't we all have them? But, you know, but, but aren't we grateful for them, though? Aren't we grateful yeah. for them? 
they they're learning lessons. Those are lessons. So mm-hmm. you know, I have no regrets in my life. You know, I feel like everything that I've been through, the good and the bad and the ugly, has all been lessons that I've learned. And um, I appreciate everything that I went through to get me to where I am right now. So it's all about just being grateful and to see that life is just a lesson in itself. It depends on how you're going to deal with it after you've learned that lesson. What are you going to do? How are you going to move forward? It, uh, absolutely, absolutely. It's about how you see things, getting the lesson and moving forward and coming out yeah. stronger, coming out exactly. stronger. Right. Now, before we, before we say goodbye to all the listeners, Julia, can you please leave, leave us with your own personal gold digger tip, like a simple nugget that you can help our, our ladies become gold digger approved like yourself? Mm, let's see. Yes. I highly recommend you take out time for yourself and to get still and get quiet and to give God however many minutes, however many seconds, hours. I always say to give back to God. Give him at least a few minutes out of the day, whether it's five minutes where you just pause and you just listen because he has so much to tell you. So if you just Open up, get quiet, get still, and allow him to speak to you and lead you to where you, where he needs you to be, then I think that's going to make a whole difference in your world, in your life, in your career, when you just be still and get quiet. Okay. Thank you so much, Julia. You are absolutely amazing, girl. I have Thank thoroughly you. enjoyed this interview. This, so and I don't have I. I don't even feel like it was an interview. I just it wasn't. It's was a much, girlfriend conversation. It really was. <laughs> it just happened to be recorded. That's all. Absolutely. <laughs> but um, anytime you want to come back on the show, like whenever you're ready for, you know, when your book is about to come out or any other project, oh, great. Just let me know, and honey, because Absolutely. you are what you are what girl you are gold digger approved honey and we appreciate you (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much tina it's always a pleasure talking to you and just i'm so proud of you and everything that you're doing that you're still going forward and you know i believe in you and i believe in your gold digger whole movement so i'm here so thank you for having me no thank you so much now before we leave um let the listeners know all of your websites and you know your social media where they can reach you Sure. Okay. So uh, my website is Lips and Protocol. L I P S A N D P R O T O C O L dot com. Also on Instagram at Lips and Protocol at Lips and Protocol. And you can also reach me on my um, personal Julia Javon at Julia Javon on Instagram. So there I am. You can find me there. <laughs> Oh, and also, I'm sorry, and for Reiki, go to Wellness with J-Soul, Wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S with J-Soul for my Reiki tips and stuff. Okay, good, good. I always need that wholeness and wellness in our life. Absolutely. (laughs) All right, well, girl, thank you so much, and I will speak to you soon. And, ladies, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Gold Digger Approved Podcast. Stay tuned for more. We'll be bringing you more women who are gold digger approved, who are uh, 
you know, building their own millions, and we'll continue to celebrate them. And make sure you reach us at Gold Digger TV on any and every social media platform, and also at GoldDiggerTV.com. I'm your host, Tina Lee Jones, and thank you so much for tuning in. Bye.